0: Put some back in next week, eh? Yeah, you're good. Claude, how are you, sir? Yeah, very well. Amazing. Last last Sunday was Bastille Day, I believe. Was it Sunday?
1: Yes, it was. It was so Bastille Day. Fourteenth of July.
0: Fourteenth of July. It's, did you go down to the rocks?
1: Uh, we did, and and then, uh, but we went to the Belgium Cafe.
0: The Belgium Cafe say, on Bastille Day. Close by, close yeah, by, <laughs> by. that's how does that close work?
1: Close by in France, but no, we did, we did, and we bought some. Uh, a cassoulet and, and foie gras. Beautiful. That's, all, yeah, that's it. We're Love ready. it. We're
0: ready. Beautiful. Love it. Very good. Well, it's so good to have all three of you here. Just to kick us off, I mean, a lot of people obviously know you and, and know who you are. But just for anyone who doesn't, maybe if you could just go through it and just say uh, what you do uh, week to day to day, kind of who you are, and um, and maybe how long you've been at, at Roselle for.
2: Yeah. Okay. Hey, I'm Kevin. I'm married to Tracy. Yeah. <laughs> We've been attending Roselle. Almost five years now, actually. Beautiful. Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. Yeah. And um, we started attending when we actually moved into this area. So uh, uh, it's... um yeah. Ever since then, we we we, uh, we used to go to a church uh, down south, where mm. closer to where we lived. And then um, since we moved, uh, we asked God uh, where He wanted us to be, and mm. then we looked for a church. And behold, this is this is where we are. So we're really happy to serve here, and, and uh, glad you. to have you and and and, and uh, Beck as as pastors. I so.
0: want thank you. Very, come on, give Kevin a big hand. It's awesome. <clears throat> Sally, what's your life look like?
3: Uh, so my life is pretty full. I'm married to Michael up the back there. Come on. I was going to say tall, dark, and handsome, but the tall part is kind of possibly a stretch. Yeah. Um, but very handsome. Um, we actually uh, moved into the area about five years ago, and we had a very long list of things we were going to we we're going to go around and evaluate the churches. <laughs> and so we had a long list of places to visit. And we came here first, went somewhere else the week after, woke up the third week, and went. We've just got to come back, and cool. so we haven't stopped. That's awesome. Um, and my day job is quite full on. Um, I'm a CEO of an organisation that commercialises and mm. incubates companies um, in software and tech and so it's full but we love being here, we love being part of the family and we love serving because when you love people that's what you do.
0: Amazing, you're incredible. Give Sally a big hand and can I, you, can I say, I'm not sure if it's, you uh, just recently got appointed on a board that's fairly influential. Uh, yes,
3: yeah, so I, 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 I'm a bit of a sucker and a glutton for punishment. Um, <laughs> But I do believe that when God calls you to things and, and gives you gifts in life you, and, and creates opportunities for you that yeah. you prayerfully consider them and do them. So um, I'm also on a couple of not-for-profit boards, but the largest one of those is World Vision Australia. Incredible. Um, and just actually had our my second board meeting for Thursday, Friday this week. And right. if you want to talk about not-for-profit boards that are Christian-led... Uh, or Christian-led organisations that are having a huge impact and bringing mm. light in very dark places. Yeah, uh, they do phenomenal, phenomenal work, and it's just a privilege to be Amazing. able to work with them. Well
0: done. That's awesome, Sally. Yeah, incredible, incredible. Claude, tell us a bit about yourself. So
1: I'm um, um, I'm married and Catherine to Catherine. Yeah, and um, and we have three kids. Yeah, and uh, and well, four because one is married. So. So we uh, we have three daughters and, and one son. Um, we have been here for two years plus, uh, loving in so uh, a little bit like Sally. We uh, we, we were visiting and we were visiting the fir- the first one we visited was this uh, this location Roselle. So and and then when we were leaving, we say, ah, oh, we will come back. And you know, and it's a funny thing. It was um, Michael' uh, brother who was going to preach. And say we come to preaching, and then we say we stay. Yeah. Right. But he left. But he was invited. Yeah. Oh, he was only invited. <laughs> so, but we'll take full responsibility <laughs> for them being here. Sounds good. That's no, awesome. and, and uh, uh, it's uh, we have been very welcome since we we arrived. Very welcome. Um, um, you know, uh, opportunities, uh, but loving people. Um, you know, been 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 together, brothers and sisters. Really feeling it. Uh, living it, you know, living the dream. Sometimes yeah. we say, how, oh, what do you, do?" you, you, you live, you, you abuse that sentence, are you living the dream? We, we're living the dream awesome. and, and the dream that God gave us. Amazing. You know?
0: That's awesome. Yeah, come on, one here. Thank Claude, for being here. It's so good. Well, we'll get into it. I, w- I want to start just with a simple question of why, why, why do you personally uh, pray and, and re- read the Word? What is it for you that motivates you to dig deep into, into the Scriptures and into, and into prayer? i you.
2: Yeah, thanks, Mitch. Um, one of the prayers that I've been praying recently is, help God. <laughs> um, yes. So I think uh, in this life, I, I need a lot of help. I don't know about you guys, but I need a lot of help in this life. Yep. And one of the reasons that I pray is because when I pray for God for help, he, he actually helps me. Right. Um, wow. So I, I pray for divine help from, from the Lord. Beautiful. Um, and in terms of the word, um, I actually find life in God's Word. So good. Um, when I read God's Word, it, it, it gives me um, life, mm. uh, the life in abundance which, which Jesus talks about. Yes. Because cause His life contains truth, truth in His Word. Yeah. And He um, speaks to me when I, when I read His Word. Love that.
0: So. That's awesome. Beautiful. Sally, what about you?
3: Look, I'd love to be able to tell you that I read the Word and I pray because I wake up and God <laughs> speaks to me and we go into this beautiful moment and it's <laughs> light and rainbows and wonderful um, but the real hard truth of it is that I really believe in the discipline um, and the blessing that comes from it. So yeah. we brush our teeth every day because we know that we're not going to have tooth decay, right? Right. And you don't we do don't it for the enjoyment the of brushing your teeth. <laughs> um, not particularly, but I've got a new toothbrush, so it's it's kind of nice. So I do believe that you know there are seasons in your life with your faith where you do get wake up with that longing and that real drive, and that's easy to do. But it's not why I do it. I do it because once I chose Christ, there's a there's scriptures in the word that say, press into me, know me, read right. me, pray to me. Great. And so I build a discipline in my life every day mm. because that's when you reap the benefits of so it. Right? Good. Doing it no matter what, no matter how you feel, yep. and just carving out that time mm. is what what really builds strength so in good. your Faith in Christ mm. and in your relationship with Him, and and who He really is, and it means that when the tough things happen, right. you have a foundation that you just automatically lean upon. So good because you do it every single day. Mm. So I believe in that um, real discipline that. of routine, mm. regardless of how I feel. And if I happen to wake up and there's beautiful, you know, that background music and light and rainbows, <laughs> and we go into worship and prayer, then that's awesome. Right.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's 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 that commitment to it is very important. Claude, what about you?
1: Um, I think it, it's um, John one one. It's uh, first was the word, and you know that's, and then the word was, and the word was God, and so I think it's uh, it's such um, the origin. So that's where, and and that's so the way we do it. And and I'm not a big reader of the bible uh, i have to confess and that it's done but um, but the word is essential you know it's so you can you can play you you, you can meditate you can you mm. can do it's so good it and and, you, and i'm a needy person right so okay so <laughs> no i don't so I have a lot of needs <laughs> Have a lot of needs and god knows that right and, and i do know that mm. and uh, and i need to be revived and i need to um, you know, I need to um, to to yeah to be encouraged. I need to and and I need His presence. Right. So so that's in the word is God. So okay, I need I need God. Mm. So I know that, mm. and I, I forget sometimes, and mm. and I get um, but um, I've come back very often to to that understanding, mm. and there is no better solution that mm. His presence, His word, Him. Yeah. You know that that thing. Yeah. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. Simple.
0: It's great. I'll will st- stay on you for a second. I w- I want to ask uh, why why what is it that that makes us as in, just in our nature so easily abandon when we know it's important. We know we need God's word. We know how much life is in it. But we so easily still abandon and and get distracted and and all that kind of stuff. Well, wh- why do you think that is? And and how do we how do we navigate that? How do we push past that?
1: Uh, yeah, I think um, we i think we 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 a bit um rebellish, rebelli- re, re, uh, can you help me on that word <laughs> rebelish re- rebellion rebellious, rebellious. yeah you, you not know but i am yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> by nature I yeah i think it's uh, and i think um, we um, uh, we yeah it's, uh, why yeah i think why with the we busy we busyness or we mm. we, we put in ourselves a business and, and that's maybe the way to rebuild rebili- yeah, yeah. Is. we make it far too busy mm. and then um and uh yeah and one thing we do and and it's the same it touched that word as well it's a uh, we're too familiar
0: too familiar yeah with god right so
1: we put it okay like it's in a in a um there was in i'm not sure where it was but it was it's in the bible where Jesus was talking to the Jew, and, and, mm. and, and they were saying, oh, maybe he's a Messiah, maybe mm. he's a king. Mm. And someone, a Jew, said, oh, uh, he's a, hey, guys, he's the son of Joseph. Yeah, right. So, hey, don't, don't. Yeah. It's only the son of Joseph. Yeah. So, so, I think we, sometimes, so we, we're born again, mm. we, we say yes, we say, wow, it's amazing, and, um, and sometimes we, we're familiar. We lose that first love, yeah. I am Christian, okay. Yeah. And, and and there is a a, a bit of lack of food in yes. it you know yep. but um, so we're familiar and we yep. should not be familiar we mm. should be intimate yes and uh, and that's where we get it so we loo- mm. we sort of a, a picture and, mm. and we're not a movie yeah. we, something is missing yes, so I it's understand. a bit flat
0: so so Sally on that so it, it, when we d- if we do get to that place h- i mean you've mentioned discipline but h- how else do we overcome that
3: yeah, I think it's 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 something about both lowering and raising our expectations at the same time, right. and it's a really that sounds really um, impossible. But <laughs> let me unpack it for you yeah, a little yeah. bit in a practical way because I think one of the things that happens when we go and we hear a message on the Word of God and prayer, right. and we all go home and we're going go right tomorrow. I'm going to spend an hour reading the Word and right. I'm going to pray.
0: Right. Impossible. How many
3: people have gone tomorrow? I'm going to start a diet tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to yeah, start an exercise program. And we practically set ourselves up for failure, right? We say we're going to do this great big thing out of a desire and a love because we've had an intimate moment and we've had that connection with Christ usually on Sunday in church, and we're like, I want this every single day. So we, out of really great sort of motivations, we pursue the presence of God, but we do it in an unrealistic way that we're not actually capable of sustaining. Right. And so I actually really believe that one of the keys to this is like actually lowering our expectations on ourselves. good. And go, you know what, God, Mm. I'm giving you... If I don't spend any time with you normally, if your mm. current practice is I don't have a quiet time with God, mm. I'm going to give you one minute every day good. for a week. Yeah, yeah. And the week after, I'm going to give you two minutes. Yeah. And the week after, I'm going to give you three minutes. Because you don't become a marathon runner it's if true. you don't run every single day. Right. And you don't go from having zero relationship to with Christ to walking intimately with Him in prayer and yeah, thanksgiving. Yeah every moment of the day overnight, right? right? There are seasons where God just enables you to be very close to Him and that desire is there. Mm. But the real challenge is, how Mm. do you build that discipline in your life Mm. and just carve out that moment and trust that lower your expectations on yourself and raise your expectations on Christ that he can talk to you in that minute. He doesn't need 35 minutes to get you in the zone and give you a word. He can speak to you. If you are disciplined to keep putting your eyes on him, he can speak to you in 10 seconds. Very true. Right, So raising your expectations of Christ being able to speak to you and lowering mm. your expectations on yourselves awesome. to forgive yourself when you don't quite get there yeah, yeah. because Christ has already forgiven you. So why are you beating yourself up right. for trying to be more spiritual? And we compare ourselves. We do. We do. We do. I'm not as good as the pastor and I'm not yeah. as good as Trust the me. worship leader. <laughs> and I, my mind whisked, you know, wandered in worship and, oh, my gosh, I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. sing. And, mm. you know, just... Let that go and be who you are with Christ. He already knows, surprise, He already knows exactly who you are and what What? you're capable of. So, you know, embrace that, that we have that grace to build a relationship over time just as you would with anyone else.
0: That's awesome. Very good. Well done, Sally. Give him a hand. Yes. great advice. Kevin, for you practically, all right? So you say you've got two minutes aside, or whatever you're up to on the on the, on the weeks of your minutes. Um, how does it practically look for you to dive into God's word? Do are you, are you kind of, you know, there's you kind of just flip it over? Oh Lord, where are you going to? Or or do you do you have a structure to it? How, how do you do it?
2: Well, what you said just then is actually one of the ways. Yeah, yeah. Um, God speaks to me um, both uh, both both through meditating on the scriptures, yep. and, and also miraculously. Um, and an example I can give you is, is that um, mm. uh, last week, um, I, was, I was reading my Bible during my quiet time in the morning, mm. and uh, I, I just opened the Bible, and, and it opened at um, the passage, Isaiah 40, verse 31. Right. Those who wait on the Lord mm. shall renew their strength. Sure. Um, and after I had my quiet time, uh, normally Tracy and I have a together quiet time, and, and, and she's got another Bible. It's not the same Bible as this. It's right. another Bible. Yeah. I opened it up. Mm. It opened the same verse. <laughs> <laughs> Those who trust in the Lord yeah, shall yeah. renew their strength. Yeah. And that, that was the word that, 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 that I needed. Yes. Um, God would speak to you where, where you're at. he mm. give you a word you know, in season for, for your situation. Absolutely. Um, so, so that's one of one way. so, yeah. um, the ways. But was, I can imagine that's yeah.
0: not every morning. Uh, most mornings. You <laughs> Well, I know for me I've done I've tried that sometimes and I've landed on some interesting and <laughs> uh, definitely was not the word of the day. <laughs> yeah, occasionally maybe, but you know, so have you have you, have you do you, do you have a
2: structural side to it as well? I, I do. That's the other
0: way. Yeah, good. Tell the me The other that.
2: way. I like going through books of the Bible. Love that. yes yeah, so at the moment I'm going through the book of Acts. Beautiful. And um I, I normally just I, I, I just read. however uh, much that, that 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 I think God wants me to read uh, for the day.
0: So you're in Acts at the moment. I'm in the book of Acts. Cool. I I've just started Joshua. Been yeah. a great been a great book. Sure. And uh, yeah. I'm yeah. And I agree. I, by the way, I love you know, especially when we we are a spirit-led church. We believe that you know God's God's dynamic and and so there is that flexibility and spontaneity in the walk with God. But I think it's got to be a river and a river bank. Does that make sense? And so if, if there's no riverbanks, if there's no structure, the, 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 the spontaneity and the life in the river just kind of dissipates. And so you actually need both structure and to allow for the spontaneity as well. So I, I love that you've got that both. Sally, for you, what does it look like practically?
3: Yeah, so for me, um, I'm a big believer in building out discipline in my life. Mm. So every morning, that mm. is, I have a dedicated time. Now, it's not particularly long right now, I'm going to be really honest. Um, So I get up and I do some exercise and I uh, have a Bible app that I use that is uh, the Daily Bread app. It's short and sweet. I've had seasons in my life where I've had a richness where I've been able to go through books and and sometimes that happens mid-year but I find my bare minimum is I do my Daily Bread for the day. And then I have some, what I call my mindfulness silent moment sort of thing, which is not about me going into prayer for God. It's about me Mm. having read that Mm. and going, I'm just going to give space. Love that. To see what you do and to see what you say and then prayer. But the thing that I try to do, and this is is one of the things that I think you kind of have to, and this is where discipline helps you with this, is that there's scriptures in there about pray without ceasing. Yeah. In all the things that you do throughout your day, be pre- praying without ceasing. And I think we have this mental image of that, of I have to go to a prayer closet and I have to yeah, sit in a yeah. room and I have to be very, you know, in a spiritual moment. Praying without ceasing means making yourself available to be constant communication with God all day. Yes. And it's a really different thing because what happens is in the moments when you're highly aware and you're putting God first in the morning and you're giving him space to maybe speak mm. or maybe just actually refresh you yes. and just say, just stop your racing mind. Mm. You don't need to race. Is that later on in the day when things that come up, you can sit there and you can take a deep breath and go, Lord... I need you right now Yeah, and it's as simple as that mm. and I think that's sort of the journey for me the last few weeks with the change of role and yeah. taking on a lot of responsibility and having yeah. a lot of challenges every day yeah. there is literally a new challenge when I walk in the door and there's no one for me to turn around yeah, yeah. as a CEO and lean on but God. Right. And so that moment, if I don't have that discipline in the moment to mm-hmm. give him time and space and put him mm-hmm. first and say, you are the most important thing in my life. Yes. I can't be that for anybody else later on in the day. That's great. And so, you know, again, I think this discipline thing, mm. It's like a muscle. Faith is a muscle. We talk about this all the time. Faith yeah. is a muscle. Prayer is a muscle. It's true. Reading the Bible and yeah. the, the Word of it's God true. and getting it into you—it's a muscle. You don't have to spend hours and hours in the gym. You can mm. do a hit program with God. <laughs> yes. Um, and figure out how to build that into the moments of your day. Yeah. So that it is a, a true relationship and not a moment of the day, but a true yeah. walking with Him.
0: It's great. Beautiful. Love that, Claude. For you, uh, Sally touched a bit on the the quiet, the the silent. Meditative sort of moments for you. What does it look like to meditate on the Word of God?
1: I think it's um, so, and sometimes, most of the time it's uh, I would, been waking um, and a uh, wake up and, and I would say thanks thanks to mm. God. That, mm. You said um, if you don't know how to pray, mm. say that. Just say it thank gives, you. And that's the thing. And then sometimes a need comes and, mm. and in my head, and I pray for the need. Say, Ding, yeah. I Don't lose it. Um, I think it's it's praying, but it's it's more worshiping for me. It's right. a it's a, a worshiping mode mm. um, because uh, um, it's yeah it's been uh, have these pictures of, of of being together. It's even you know moving together, mm. get together, enjoying mm. um, this, this sort of thing. So yes. uh, it's really meditating, praying, but. Praying for me is more uh, meetings right. in some ways mm. uh and then um but it's meditating and then uh, i have um um up um, um a daily app, yeah yeah and then um, i and I try to read it, so I arrive at work mm. Uh, get my coffee and, <laughs> and before I go on my Course, email. Yeah. And, but sometimes I don't. So, but anyway, and then yes. I say, oh, but, but but I try that and and I get I read it and then there is two or three verses and then I get on one verse. Yeah. Say so, wow and then I'm I sort of worship meditate on yes. it. Yeah. And then he, I go in a meeting but then he, he comes back and, yeah. and and I love that thing. Mm. It's. He, he goes, he comes back, he goes, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's uh, there.
0: Exactly. And I think for me, for me I've, I have always find sometimes we separate the word and prayer. We think like you're either, a, and sometimes you in church, we are like, oh, I'm a, more of a word person or a bit more of a Holy Spirit kind of prayer person. I, and they've got to go together because, you know, in, in Ephesians, it says that the word is the sword of the spirit. And so actually, the Word and the Spirit have to work together. And I find when I'm in the Word, uh, then God uses the Scriptures that I'm reading to then speak to me in prayer. And they're the things that get quickened to us. The more we're in the Word, the more it feeds our our prayer time as well. So they are interlinked, yeah.
3: I just want to pull out something Claude said, because I think, Mm. and it's something that I I do as well, that I think is a real key Mm. for us to unlock. Mm. It's that you said, you know, I do this before I open my email. Yeah right. There's something about first thoughts in it's the true. morning. There is a spiritual principle at play mm. when you, you know, of first fruits. It's the same right. spiritual principle of tithing, mm. right? That we give of our first fruits to the God to God. Yeah. If we want to think about that, for me, prayer and reading the word is I am giving of my mind, the first fruits of my mind. I'm giving that to mm. you. First thing in the morning, even if it's only 2 minutes, mm. to just say, yes. I want you to be lord of every part Set of my it up. day. And, and I'm not saying you have to spend hours doing that in the morning or doing something, but there is a spiritual principle that work when you give God your mind and your heart it's first great. thing in the morning mm. that I do believe He honors and mm. really works through the rest of your day it's in great. all kinds of ways.
0: Love it. That's really good. Really, really like that. Um, Kevin, tell me, what corporate prayer, like prayer meetings, key moments to agree together, why are they powerful? What's the, what's the importance of that?
2: Funny you say that because I'm reading through the book of Acts. Yeah, you are. And, and there's a real powerful mm. corporate prayer meeting in the book of Acts. There is. You know, it's in chapter 4, verse 31. Mm. And um, that happened pretty much after God uh, poured out the Holy Spirit uh, yeah. on the church. Mm. And signs and wonders were happening, people getting healed, left, right, and center. Mm. Um, at the same time, the church was being persecuted as well. Yes. And, and their response to that persecution was let's have a prayer meeting, Yeah, Let, let's get together, let's go mm. to the upper room, Right. let's pray to God, let's mm. pray that he would continue to stretch out his hand and, yeah. and do these signs wonders mm. and wonders um, and give us the ability to speak his word courageously. Yes. Um, yeah. When that happened, the whole building literally shook. Yeah. And and that's why I'm waiting for it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <Let's hope> not. <laughs> yes. So you, we can really see the power of corporate prayer. It's true. Um, and... and um, mm. Yeah, and it's something that uh, happens at our church as well on
0: Thursday nights. Thursday night, yeah. So we're obviously all all, all welcome. Thursday night, uh, 7 p.m. here. And uh, we actually have, because uh, just just we're about, we'll wrap up in a moment. But I want to let you know, uh, this week, uh, there are two moments in our church calendar. We do uh, church prayer and fasting at the start of the year and then halfway through the year. And so uh, on from Wednesday to Friday this coming week, we're, uh, we're going to be, uh, as a church across Sydney, going to be uh, doing a prayer and fast together. There's actually a QR code there if you've been savvy on the QR vibe. You can take a photo of that and a little link will come up just to help you, uh, give you some tools around fasting which may be uncommon to you or or a new new concept and it's a, a cool little digital booklet to help you in that realm. And so that's Wednesday to Friday, um, just doing that together as a church uh, for the next six months. And, uh, and then Thursday night at 7 is our prayer meeting. So if you can get there even just this Thursday, uh, it'd be awesome for us to gather and pray together. Uh, awesome. Well, why don't you thank our panelists? That's, uh, we're going to have to pull it up there. What incredible, incredible wisdom. Kevin, Sally, and Claude, thank you very much. Give them a hand as they take their seats. And um, it's awesome. We're going to wrap up. I just, just as we finish, wanted to share a, uh, a quick scripture before we close this morning. And it's uh, something I was thinking about this week because uh, as you can see on the screen, uh, the kind of concept or title was fuel for our lives. And I was thinking about that. I was thinking about fuel and I was thinking about, you know, when you put, fill your car with, with petrol and fuel, it's for a purpose, isn't it? It's not just you don't just fill a car for it to not go anywhere. You 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 put fuel in something so it has so it can run, so it can move, so it can uh, go from A to B. And I was thinking about this, and I was just thinking that, um, you know, you know, obviously it's for us. It's food for us, prayer and word. It's 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 to revive us, but it's to it's it's there's a purpose in it. And I was thinking, and the the, the phrase that kept going in my, my head is that there's fuel for our future. there's there's fuel. God has fuel. God has energy and life and and, and, and a a nourishment for our soul that's going to actually take us into the future. And I want to read this uh, quick scripture here in in 1 Kings 19. It's about Elisha, who's one of the greatest prophets of the Old Testament. He had just had this massive, massive breakthrough. Mountaintop moment, God, you know, met him and he had this big showdown with all these false prophets, had this huge, incredible, miraculous moment. And then immediately after, here in, verse, in chapter 19, in verse 1 it says this, Now Ahab told Jezebel that all Elijah had done and how he had killed all the prophets with the sword. Then Jezebel sent a messenger to Elijah saying, So may the gods do to me and even more if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And he was afraid. So he got, he got threatened because of this big breakthrough. And he, and he immediately was seized with fear and it says this, and he, he was afraid, and arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah, and left his servant there. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness and came and sat down under a juniper tree, and he requested for himself that he might die. And he said, "It is enough now, O Lord, take my life. Isn't that crazy?" This prophet who's just had this incredible breakthrough moment, and literally the very next day he's praying that he would die. Isn't it amazing how sometimes right after our highest highs can be our lowest lows? It goes on and it says, Oh Lord, take, uh, for I'm not, not better than any of my fathers. He lay down and slept under the juniper tree, and behold, there was an angel touching him, and he said to him, Arise, eat. And he looked and behold, there was at his head a bread cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. So he ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Arise, eat, because the journey is too great for you. So he arose and ate and drank and he went to, with the strength of that food 40 days and 40 nights to Horeb, the mountain of God. I love this story because he had an incredible low after an incredible high. And that was Okay. So much to the point where he had prayed, Lord, I'm done. That's up. And I don't know if you've prayed a prayer like that or you've thought a thought like that. God, I give in. I'm done. I've had it. I want to throw in the towel. I'm done. But God met him in the moment. And I just felt like maybe some of us, we've laid down because of fear or we've just laid down and we've gotten to the point where we want to give up. But God sent an angel to, to Elijah in this moment and just, just gently met him and said, hey, I, I've got food for you. I've got water for you. I've got rest. I want you to rest. I want you to, because, because there's the, this is fuel for your future. I want to get you moving again. I don't know if you've laid down in your soul, laid down in your spirit, laid down in your walk with God, but God, he's saying, I've got fuel. I've got nourishment. I've got food in, in the word and in prayer for your future. Come on, it's not just to tick a Christian box. It's because God's got things in store for our lives and He wants us to be revived. He wants us to be nourished and, and, and fueled up because He wants to get us moving into the plans and the purposes of God that He's got for us. I just want to, all I want to do before we finish is just encourage you, there is fuel in the Word, there's fuel in prayer, there's fuel every time we come to church and it's for your future. There is a future. There is a purpose, there is a plan, there is a hope and He wants to get us moving again, amen? Amen, why don't you just close your eyes where we are, right here, right now. If there's anyone at all and you, need a, you, want, you want to take a hold of that fuel, you want to re-engage with the purposes of God. Maybe you felt like you've laid down like Elijah in fear or in discouragement. With no one looking around, I want you to just lift your hand up and say, God, that's me. I I want to re-engage. I want to accept and embrace that fuel so I can be revived and walk into my future. If there's anyone here and you want to do that and make that decision and pray a prayer to find that help from God, just slip your hand up now and just say, God, that's me. I want to pray a prayer like that to re-engage with you. In Jesus' name. Awesome. Why don't we stand to our feet? Let's pray this prayer together. We do this every week. And uh, it's just so important. This is what we're all about. People re-engaging with God, finding their purpose again. Why don't we pray this prayer? Dear Jesus, come on all together. Dear Jesus, I thank you. You love us. You're with us. You're for us. Today, I surrender. I open my heart to you. I thank you. You have a future and a hope for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.